Hey, it's Nelson. And this is Monica. Welcome to the Seattle Foodie Podcast, the show where we talk about the Seattle food scene and the people and businesses behind it. We eat all the food and share our insights with you. Thanks for joining us today. Let's get to it. Monica, it is episode 90 of our Seattle Foodie Podcast. However, I was going to start talking about King County Phase 1.5 as they're trying to rebrand it, but it just wouldn't be right for us to not ignore what's going on in the world right now. And I realize the Seattle Foodie Podcast is a lighthearted food show. We talk about food (laughs) pretty much around Seattle, but it just crossed my mind that we just need to kind of sit back and we do need to talk about what's going on around Seattle and Bellevue now as I'm looking through the news and the rest of the world. Yeah, I totally agree, Nelson, that yes, this is a food podcast. But from my perspective, from where I sit, racism exists in pretty much every area of our lives. And so it's okay to broach this conversation and really appreciate you making the space for us to do that today. You and I are both minorities or people of color, and it's just so hard watching everything transpire like this, mm-hmm. it's especially with even COVID. Um, I feel like COVID has been just pushed to the back burner, but this is still going on. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What, I don't know what to think. There's just so many thoughts that are just flooding my mind right now. I think one of the things that's just, I believe in all the protesting, I just don't support all the vandalism. Mm-hmm. And there's just no need for the vandalism. I'm I just and all the looting. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. And uh, random places are just getting broken into just for no reason. And I think there can be a, a way for safe protests. There are protests going on right now that are getting the message out. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of different ways to look at protests in terms of police response to them. I mean, for me, I think it's a larger issue having to do with the criminal legal system. And I call it the criminal legal system because there is no justice in a system that presents such disparities based on the color of your skin. And uh, for those of folks who have never really talked to me about anything besides food, do have really strong opinions about supporting Black folks in this movement, even though I am a person of color and a minority, definitely there is no justice unless there is justice for everyone. And any way that I can support my brothers and sisters is really important to me. You know, I mean, I think it's really hard, Nelson, like separating out the difference between what a protest is versus rioters and the understanding Mm -hmm. that sometimes these groups get mixed up, but they're not necessarily the same groups that we've seen tremendous peaceful protests going around in Seattle and around the country. And then we've also seen other responses to other groups that have come in to cause chaos and be quite harmful to some of the businesses and communities that are really close to our heart as well, which I think is something that you want to talk about as well. Yeah, I just absolutely agree. It's The message can be brought out in ways that are more powerful and it can be more peaceful. We need to put a light on that and just let people know it's like that we support you guys. It's just, I don't know. I'm just lost for it right now. Yeah, so there were a number of places overnight over the last few days that have been broken into and looting that's been occurring around the city. But again, I don't necessarily attribute that to protesters. And, you know, we're not there, so we don't really know what's happening. But if, you know, you're active in the community in Seattle in terms of supporting folks in this fight against oppression, I think I saw Trevor Noah's thing today where, like, what's the right way to protest, right? So every way that people try to protest is criticized. I I don't know that there's a right way to protest, I guess. I don't don't think there's a right way either. Yeah, I just it just breaks my heart seeing these businesses getting broken into. And there's I don't know what reason other than just vandalizing 
their place a shop. I don't, I don't, I don't know. There's not much out there. Mm-hmm. I, I feel, I feel horrible for those businesses in the Chinatown International District area. Mm-hmm. What are you going to take? Noodles? You're going to take raw dough? There's no point of get breaking into those places. I don't know. Yeah, uh, definitely a tough issue, much tougher going through during a pandemic. And so I guess my, what I'd like to say to everybody is just, just be safe out there, regardless yep. of like what role you're playing in things that are going on. Just be safe. Be safe out there, yeah. you guys. Okay. All right. I think uh, we speak in our piece. So <laughs> let's go ahead and get on to our show. As I said, this our show is meant to bring some levity to your day. A lot of people, everybody is staying at home and it's a different world out there in the last couple of months. And I'm hoping we can bring some fun and, and talk about food and just kind of get your mind off of things. So welcome to Seattle Foodie Podcast. This is episode 90, Monica. Woo. 90 episodes. Wow. I can't believe it. It's another milestone we made. How are you doing? I haven't talked to you in a while. I am finally back to normal. <laughs> Tuesday was probably the first day where I felt I felt okay and I didn't have to feel nauseous or sick or anything. Aww. So I feel good. I'm back ready to get cooking and eating a yeah, lot more. Really good to hear. I was really worried about you. So good to hear, Nelson. I'm okay. Yeah, times are tough, but you know, it's okay. We push through, we persist. Yeah. So we've got our what are we eating segment as well as, you know, Monica, we've been doing a lot of takeout and I think a lot of people have been doing a lot of takeout. So I thought it'd be fine to kind of recap and do a takeout awards Mm -hmm. section. And so we'll do that. And of course, we have a fun interview. So why don't we get started and I'll go ahead and start it off. For sure. So this week, this is the fun part. I didn't have to do any grocery shopping, so I didn't have to worry about going to any Costco's or anything like that because I got groceries delivered to me via Peach Delivery. Monica, if you've never used Peach Delivery, it's a, it's a service. Usually delivers lunches and meals around Seattle, mm-hmm. but they just launched a new service called Peach Marketplace, and they delivered me produce and meats in addition to their normal restaurant deliveries. So I got some meats from our friends Corfini Gourmet. We know about them. And I got a huge bounty from Frank's Quality Produce, too. I got the Wagyu Flap Steak and Wagyu Flank Steak from Corfini's. And then from Frank's, I got a bunch of stuff. Bing cherries, peaches, avocado, ears of corn. I don't know what to do with all this corn. (laughs) Zucchini, lettuce, cherry tomatoes, bunch of other fruits and vegetables. There's so many I can't remember. Portobello mushrooms. I mean, there's just so many things. I don't know what to do with all this. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out what to do. I don't even know what flap steak is. It just said, oh, Wagyu. So I was like, all right, I'll order the flap steak. So I'll give it a try. I don't know what I'm going to do with this. Maybe you can tell me, Monica. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm interested well, to see what you do with it. <laughs> and I also got some wine delivered, Monica. I'm going to, I'm happy to share it with you because <laughs> crunchy red fruit. I've never heard of this before. They, they're a new company and they're delivering boxes of wine and they delivered a three bottles of wine for me. That's a lot. At my home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's a lot. So they have a sommelier curated boxes and they sent me three bottles of rosé just in time for the summer, Monica. Mm-hmm. One day I'm going to have to drive out over there in Seattle and deliver you a bottle of wine, but get some rosé for you and we can cheers for the summer. But yeah, I appreciate it. You guys got to check out Crunchy Red Fruit. Cool. 
Sounds awesome. Yeah. I didn't do much cooking. I, I was trying to just figure out what to cook with all the brings <laughs> <my laughs> quality produce and just looking at my fridge. I was like, I got to clean this out. There's, there's yeah. some food that I need to clean I, out. I just kind of so, yeah. picture you having like all everything lined up on the counter and you staring at it, just staring at it, wonder what to do. <laughs> no, I, that's exactly what I was doing. I was like, <laughs> When I took out the box of from the Frank's Quality Produce, I was like, what am I going to do with all this? This is so much. I can make zucchini noodles. I can do something with the tomatoes. I don't know what to do. I was just like, it's just flooding my brain. I don't know. <laughs> don't hurt yourself, Nelson. <laughs> I know. <laughs> all right. What have you been cooking, Monica? What have you been doing at home? Oh, cooking simple stuff, um, using what I have. So, you know, things like a tofu veggie stir fry. Um, one day I wanted to make s'mores for my kid, but realized we just had mini marshmallows. So I had to torch them so that they all stuck together. <laughs> but, you know, I got to tell you guys, if you don't have a torch in the kitchen, y'all need to get one. Like that is, I love my torch. Uh, <laughs> I know. I just love it. Uh, I had grilled chicken with right rice, which is a uh, rice substitute that I like pretty well. I think that they really get the texture right. Unlike other substitutes. Um, mm. And then I had to go in for the real rice with a perfectly cooked egg. Did you see that egg, Nelson? Yeah, it was a good egg. Good <laughs> lop churn. Yeah, very good lop churn. Or as your son calls it, greasy sausage. Greasy is that what sausage is what he calls it. <laughs> yeah, that kid's awesome. <laughs> so that's all I've been cooking. So Awesome. Now let's move on to the takeout portion. I Like I said, I'm finally healthy. So I actually got to go out <laughs> just Yay. so good i went out to the fubox red boat by the way fubox another place that got damaged yes. i don't know for some reason go out and support them got some cut and cook barbecue slash mangosteen you told me to get the fried chicken sando so monica gosh darn it i got the fried chicken sando <laughs> you've been raving about it and of course i had to get mangosteen wings they gave me the two options you can pick two sauces i was like no just give me all 10 mangosteen yeah give me that fish that. sauce that's all mm -hmm. and sauce. they launched boba bar so they're selling boba now. I got the Tropical Hurricane, which has real strawberry and peach bits. I think you got something too. And you guys, it's not part of Boba Bar, but the Super Mango. You got to get the Super Mango. Holy crap. That was amazing with the mango bits in there. Woo, the mangoes are just ripe just for this. So make sure you guys go out and get some mangosteen slash cut and cook barbecue and pho bok. Get them all. It's all in the same place. And then, as I mentioned earlier, I picked up some Jade Garden and got some dim sum for myself. This was just before the vandalism. So uh, Jade Garden has this weekend, uh, they've been victims of online racist trolls. I think last month, you know, they, they had to board up their windows because they got broken into. Mm -hmm. We need to support small businesses around Chinatown ID area. And I had to pick up something from Jade Garden just to support them. Those are my places that I went to. Oh, man, so much, so much. Uh, yeah, support support whatever you guys can. All right, so my takeout. Here we go. We're going to go through it pretty quick. First of all, I did go to Mangosteen slash Boba Bar, and I just wanted to mention the drinks from Boba Bar are the new launches, so that's what I'm going to talk about today. Nelson, I had the Yeti, which is the lychee slushy with lychee bits in it. Amazing. And then I had yeah. Guava Bliss. And so they have this whole line of blended drinks in addition to teas and juices. And so I'm looking forward to trying the whole menu, but that's all I'm going to say about that for today. So that's that. Where else? Oh, Nana's Green Tea. Hey, Parfait Kits, Pansa Matcha, Black Sesame, and Hojicha Ice Cream. So y'all can buy that now. 
they're currently running a contest where you build your own parfait at home and then post it on Instagram. And Nelson, you got to try this. I know you're going to try it. You're going to love it. <laughs> I am. I'm thinking about picking a cup, up a couple pints in this coming week. So there you go. Yeah, I'm going to make it out there. There you go. I also visited our friends uh, Gather Ballard and I had a happy Homer meal for just twelve fifty. For twelve fifty, get this fried chicken sando, fries, and a beer to go. Wow, that's a great deal. Right. That's a sweet deal. Holy right, sweet crap. Deal. Sweet deal. So the thing about Gather Ballard is you can order online. I order from all of these places online, but they have a rotated menu that includes brunch on the weekends. So I gotta catch brunch one of these weekends. Sounds great. All right. Tom Douglas, I had to go visit Sirius Takeout and get my favorite sausage fennel pizza from Sirius mm. Pie and then cookies and key lime pie from Dahlia's Kitchen. And so they also have a rotating menu on the dock of Tom Douglas's Ballard Warehouse. And that includes, Nelson, get this on Taco Tuesdays. They have tacos. So I'm going to have to oh. that out one day too. I, I hope it's, I hope they serve tacos on Taco Tuesday, not sandwich. <laughs> Not sandwiches on Taco Tuesday. I, I, don't know. Or... <laughs> I know, I know, I know. You got the key lime pie. I'm I haven't had the coconut cream pie in I don't know forever. I don't I can't remember how long yeah. it lasts. Do they have that too, or is it just the I key haven't lime seen pie it, right? I haven't seen it on the menu yet. So mm, I'll, I'll keep okay, an eye I out need for that. It. Yeah. I need that. I miss that so much. So yeah, I got to tell you that key lime pie was really good though. I'm pretty okay. pretty harsh on like key lime pies. You got to use real key limes. <laughs> All right. Coffeeholic. Everybody has been going to Coffeeholic oh, for weeks yes. now. I never been because, of course, they opened around the time Stay at Home began, and they're over in Columbia City. So I headed over there because I had some time, and I had the Coffeeholic dream. So basically, Vietnamese coffee blend. It's got a little hazelnut in it and topped with salted cream cheese foam. And you know I love that salty foam. So good. I like it. I've heard really good things about right. the cream cheese foam mm -hmm. from Coffeeholic. I, Monica, obviously, you know me. I'm always slow to the hype. So <laughs> I still have not tried Coffeeholic, nor have I tried Boba ice cream. So yeah, those are, I'm really past the time. So mm -hmm. I'm way behind on that. But Coffeeholic has been on my list next time I'm up in that Columbia City area. So. I know, I know. Yeah. And it's right next to Super 6 and I was going to get... Some food there, but they're only open for, for dinner takeout and a okay. cocktail kit. So I missed them. Gilberstein's. Yeah. Nelson, I went back to Gilberstein's because now yeah. they opened up a window. So basically, they opened up a window in, at their storefront. So now you can go visit. Ordering online is recommended. I got the Frankel and a cornflake marshmallow cookie. So so the Frankel is that bagel sandwich with that dreamy pastrami that Josh makes himself. And then that cornflake marshmallow cookie just haunts me in my dreams. I had to, I had to buy one for everybody in the house so they don't eat mine. And it's a big cookie, but I wasn't going to share. So let's just be real. You all got to get the cookie. That cookie is like the size <laughs> of your head. Right. I'm not joking. It is the size of a, of a person's head. Mm -hmm. It's ridiculous. You guys got to pick that up. I, mm -hmm. I, I need that. Yeah. All right. Great. So that's a wrap for this week. Great list, show. Monica. Thanks. And then now we get to talk about more, more, more takeout. <laughs> <laughs> No, I love seeing that you're you're supporting a business pretty much one or two businesses every yeah. day. It's Trying. it's it's really good to see. Trying. Yeah, it's um <laughs> it's really good. And have you been out of the office lately? I saw you go out to the office. Did you get... uh, last week I didn't go to the office. Yeah, no? I've been trying okay. to stay at home as as diligently as I can, but sometimes once a week I go in. So maybe maybe this week I'll go in. Okay. I saw someone post some pictures of Red Bull. So Red yeah. Bull is a, Red Bull's back in business. That's good to hear. I, that's one of my favorite places. Mm -hmm. Every time, well, not every time. I've, I've visited you 
multiple times at, at your office. And well, that's usually in the alley, Nelson. That's usually not. The just, yeah. Alley. Everybody get your minds out of the gutter. It's not, not, not what you think. It's a long alley where I drive and draw. It's a long alley, guys. It's a, long yeah, alley, it's a guys. very long alley. <laughs> so bad. Yeah, it's, I don't just go and pick up random people in alleys. No, no, just Monica. me. <laughs> uh, so funny, so, so funny. funny. All right, Monica. Our segment today is when I was emailing you. I thought maybe we call it the Takeys. I don't know what it is. The Takeys. I don't know the Takeys. Uh, the Takeout Awards. This is, we have some categories we're going to talk about. Uh, we, we didn't even talk about like who the winners are going to be. So this is going to be on the spot. We're just going to figure out a winner. We have about four or five categories. We'll go over it depending on how much time we have. Monica came out with some funny, catchy cat- categories. You know, I'm so left brain, so analytical. I'm thinking like, oh, best Mexican, best Chinese. But Monica <laughs> came up with some more innovative categories. Let's start off with the first one. Most leftovers. Most leftovers. This is a great one. <laughs> so what we decided was we each nominated two spots that we really like. N- not saying that we got takeout in the past couple of months, but we know that they do have takeout. And um, it's one of our favorites that I've had, you know, through the years. We each nominated two and we're going to pick a winner at the end. So for me, Monica, I've got Ye's Walk as my first nomination. Mm-hmm. You've got to get the volcano fried rice. It is not that spicy, guys. Just because it's called volcano, it's because of the sauce on top of it. <laughs> but if you're looking for leftovers, man, this thing is weighs at least four pounds of fried rice. So oh you're going to want to get that. The three cup chicken is also one of my favorites at Ye's Walk. And then there's also the eggplant with ground pork and chili sauce. I am such a sucker for Chinese eggplant. It's, it's just the, blows your mind. <laughs> if you're down south... Monica, I know, hey, next time you go and visit Macadon's, maybe you should go check this place out in Birian. Oh my God, (laughs) I haven't visited Michael in like three weeks because you always say something. This is your time to, this is my time to attack, Monica. Oh my God. (laughs) Let me, let me try, let me try to pronounce this. Birieria Tijuana. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so bad. I butchered that. I butchered that, guys. You guys know what it is. It's those cheese tacos. You Dip it in the consomme. It's so good. If you're looking for leftovers, I highly suggest getting the quesadilla. Again, another food that's the size of your head, quesadilla. You got to get this. It's We ordered that last time I went there. I had to take the whole quesadilla home because there's just so much food, Monica. If you're looking for leftovers, you got to go check this place out. Make sure you get the cheese tacos. <laughs> okay, Nelson. <laughs> that's on my list. All right, so the, my two nominees, are, my two nominees are from actual experience, recent experience too. I'm thinking right since we stay at home began, but right before stay at home began, you and I went to Lionhead, and I don't know what we were thinking. We were thinking we were being reasonable with how much we ordered, and clearly we were not. Reasonable. <laughs> no, so, not no, at all. Not at all. So all I'm saying is, if you and I were to go to Lionhead, order crispy duck, rockfish, and mapa to- tofu. Just those three dishes alone between the two of us would be way too much food. Yeah. Period. All delicious. All my favorites from that night, but way too much. So that most leftovers. And then the last, the next one is cow cow. I mean, you saw me a couple of weeks ago. I just ordered five dishes for like three members of my family 
and it was a ridiculous amount of food and it wasn't even like full pounds of stuff either so it's roast pork barbecue pork roast duck fried rice and chow mein that was way just way too much food so (laughs) yeah those are my nominees like the most recent experiences i can remember perfect all right i'm looking at these four nominees monica what do you think your the winner is for you i don't know i've never been to have those cheese tacos and quesadillas so i can't say i have to like recuse myself from that one yay's walk though i've been to yay's walk it's been a while but that yeah. good portions there i have to say it's got to be Lionhead for me Lionhead. yeah because i'm just thinking about the dan dan noodles too you right. didn't even mention about the dan dan noodles we took home so much Holy. food yeah <laughs> I, I made two meals out of that i think I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm saying even if we just ordered these three dishes it would still be too much food and that oh, yeah. doesn't include rice noodles or like you know of course, we get spicy wontons because, hey, yeah. <laughs> yeah. good choice. All right. Yeah, I can get choice. with that. Good choice. All right. All right. Now, for our next category, Monica, I don't, I'm looking at your nominations and mm-hmm. our, my nominations. So I'm, I'm glad I didn't go with ice cream because or gelato because you, you have that all set. So best place to grab food for a virtual date. Mm-hmm. Monica, have you had a virtual date yet through this I'm pretty, time? I'm pretty sure I do more virtual dates than you, Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of business meetings. <laughs> oh, you call those are vir- oh, we're talking about those virtual dates. I'm I'm air quoting now, so yeah, right? okay. <laughs> no, for sure, yes. So there's a certain way that I think about virtual dates. I think that well, like when you're doing it virtually, you're focused on each other, so you need something to take your minds off of being so awkward. So that's that's how I frame like how my choices. So why don't you lead off though? What are your choices, Nelson? Okay, for me, I had when I thought virtual date, I'm thinking like, hey, we met someone online, and we can't really have an actual date right now, so we can do a Zoom meeting mm-hmm. with someone I've never met before. So mm-hmm. it's like a blind date. What would be I don't know romantic, right? Mm-hmm. I kind of thought desserts. Let's think about desserts. What should be a dessert thing? I had so many nominees nominations in my head. I, I thought salt and straw, I think an ice cream, we could do a cakes. But I settled on one of these companies, Midnight Cookie Company. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been there, Monica? It's right next to Haniatu and Kamenegi. Just yes, right right centered in between. They're always open late. I think they open till 2 a.m. on Saturdays all of the weekends. So you can always grab cookies anytime. I love their cookies. I think my favorite, and this is so weird to say, is the M&M cookie. <laughs> why. why is it weird to say? Because I would have never thought that I would have picked the M&M cookie. I'm usually like a toffee crunch type of person <laughs> or something with salted caramel or something like that, right? But man, I love their M&M cookie. It's amazing. Yeah. Don't they have a Fruity Pebbles cookie for you? Uh, yeah. I don't know if Fruity Pebbles goes well with cookies. I'm just what? telling you. Fruity yeah, Pebbles makes sure. an amazing cookie. I've got to make okay. one for you. It's amazing. Okay, sounds good. Good choice. Sold. Good choice. Yeah. Good choice. Midnight cookie count. I'm thinking like desserts. Mm-hmm. We have a nice talk. Oh, you know what? Maybe I'll tell the person to go pick up cookies because I don't want to I don't want to pick them up for the person I don't know or drop it off at some <laughs> random person's house. So maybe they go and pick up some midnight cookie company and we share cookies together. I, I thought that would be a good one. Okay, cool. Now for my other thing, what else? Where where would you take a person for a date spot if you just went out? I know for sure. Barbecue ribs. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> for sure. No, I'm thinking it's always pasta, right? Some Italian spot. Pasta Casalinga just has recently reopened. We love Pasta Casalinga and they now have take me home pastas where you can bake at home. So I think that'd be perfect. Yeah, pasta. Some cookies that those are my two nominations. Mm-hmm. Cool. What do you got, Monica? 
my nominations are more like things that you can work on because again so say it is a blind date you never really spent time with the person your first date is a zoom meeting right so having like a super six slider pack so super six has these packs that you can order for for takeaway now and it's basically like you know like your spam sliders and there are other sliders and you can put them together so they're kind of fun they're a little bit distracting because again like when you're just on zoom like there's no looking anyplace else. It's not like you're in a restaurant. You can look at other things and be distracted. Like all you're <laughs> looking at is the person. So it gives you something to do with your hands, something to talk about. You know, it shows creativity. And, and so you can learn a lot about people by the way they put their food together. I'm just going to say that. I watch that all the time. I, I pay attention to how people eat, what they eat, and how they put it together. So for me, I'd want to know those things on a blind date. So Super 6 Slider Pack. That's my first one. Okay. Same thing with my Nutty Squirrel Gelato Kit. And so this is a kit and it's just $20. They have rotating kits. I'm not even sure what theirs are now, but I've bought a bunch of them. So that's a way where you each can have gelato. You can make your own gelato sundaes or cones and shows creativity. You know me, Nelson. I love to like get decorating with people just to see what's up, right? So... Um, I think it's it's a way that you can learn more about someone that you wouldn't necessarily be able to in a restaurant. Also, there's nothing that says intimacy except killing a pint of ice cream together. So, That's yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. All right. All great nominations, Monica. I don't know. What are you I, what are you thinking here? You what's your winner for this best place to get virtual for virtual date? You know, my winner for this one would be Pasta Casalinga because it's now probably the singularly most reasonably priced pasta that you can get in the city. And we're big supporters of Michaela. And just thinking about like taking it home and making it yourself, like baking it, like feeling like you did something, right? I think that's magical. And her food's so good. You all want to try the best amazing lasagna in Seattle? You guys got to try that one mm-hmm. from Pasta Casalinga. It is so good. I always order it. Yep. No matter what. For yeah. sure. Okay, Monica, next category. You know, we've been talking about all this food, but we never talk about fast food. We, we've we just touched on it just a little bit. So I thought, what's our favorite takeout fast food? And I'm talking about just stuff at 1 a.m. in the morning, what's available. I know, let's go get this. So for me, these are kind of shocking. So Arby's, I don't know why. I always, for some reason, have a craving for Arby's when I'm thinking fast food. And there's only one Arby's around my area and that I have to go all the way out to Crossroads. For <laughs> <laughs> but man, I love my beef and cheddars, Monica. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Two for six dollars. I am so down for beef and cheddars. Give me all of them. <laughs> That's a good choice. I was mad because your second choice is what I was going to pick it. But Oh, favorite. yes. Uh, this is. I want to try making this too, but it's so much easier to just go and buy it. I'm talking <laughs> about the Taco Bell Crunch Wrap Supreme. Oh yeah, those are the best. And you know what else I get at Taco Bell? I love their grilled stuffed steak burritos and their chicken burritos that are like a dollar twenty nine. I don't know with inflation now; it's probably like a dollar sixty nine. I don't know back in the day. <laughs> I, I used to get so many of those value meal burritos: the chicken burritos, the potato burrito. There used to be a volcano chicken burrito. There's the bean burritos. I was like, give me six of those. I don't know. Just figure out what I want. Just give me at least three chicken burritos and three other burritos, and I'm good to go. With oh the fire God. hot sauce or the medium hot sauce. I don't care. So Just many give it burritos. to me. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I couldn't choose Taco Bell because Nelson picked it. So my next choice is Taco Time and Mexi Fries. I don't care. Whatever else I get while I'm there, I got to get Mexi Fries. 
And then same thing with McDonald's. I just love their fries. I know. Like, I shouldn't be supporting McDonald's. I don't care. Like, it's franchise. <laughs> I'm supporting a small business that had to pay for the right to use McDonald's name. I'm going to eat their fries. And that's just too bad, you guys. I'm just saying it. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about supporting small businesses. I'm talking about, I was thinking about what is the most ratchet fast food that we can think of, but we are not afraid to just call it out and say, we love this too. And I, I love me some beef and cheddars and Crunchwrap Supremes, Monica. Yeah. I love Mexican pizza, but you stole mine. So whatever. <laughs> like Mexican pizza, that don't even make no sense, but I love it. I don't care. <laughs> I was giving you a thought. I was like, is taco time really considered a fast food? Is it? It's kinda, because it's kinda the quality is so high. The quality right. is really high for it's fast expensive. food. But the requirement for me was if it has a drive-through window, yeah. I would consider it fast food. That's what it's. That's okay. what I consider fast food. If it has a drive-through window. Yeah. All right, Monica, what's our, who's our winner for this? I think I know what our winner is. Taco Bell. For me, it's got to be Taco Bell. Got to <laughs> be, be Taco Bell. Bell. Damn, it. <laughs> Damn it. You know what? I'm thinking about getting Taco Bell after the, I record this show. That's I know, what I'm thinking too. right now. And I have yeah. any dinner plans. Me too. <laughs> now you got me okay. Taco Bell. Damn it. <laughs> All right, Monica, one last category. Best in show. What do you think? This is overall, if I had only choose one takeout, one on the spot these are the two places that i would want to go to just for quality high quality foods probably leftovers just overall best in show why don't you start with yours i'll start so if i could only eat at one place for takeout and it was just over the top it'd have to be canless surf and turf y'all know that i did that already um that was an amazing meal and i didn't have to put on a dress or shave my legs or wax my armpit so, <laughs> win like, good to know good to fantastic. know and i know this is <laughs> yeah right and i know this is different because uh nelson i i sub i'm gonna sub this out right now but um i haven't even done it yet but i'm gonna tell you right now sushi kashiba is offering yes 25 to go omakase every day that's unheard of you guys i haven't even done it and i'm gonna tell you that's on my list <laughs> oh. i knew they were reopening and i i didn't know what they were serving but knowing $25 omakase to go, that's okay. I might have to drive by Pike Place this week. No, no, no. I think it's $100 for 25 orders a day. Oh, $100. Okay. Yeah, Thank so you for the clarification. Yeah. So I don't want you to be all mad when you're just like, what do you mean? Here's my $25, Monica. Okay. Said. <laughs> yeah. That, that, it, I was like, $25, it didn't make sense because their lunches are usually yeah. $40 minimum, I think, yeah. when, I, when, when they were open. So, okay. All right. That makes more sense now. But, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wow. Big splurging. Big splurging. I, I love it. I love it, Monica. What about For you? me, I, I, I'm a little bit more on the value side, I guess. Sounds <laughs> 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 a little bit under $100, but Breezy Town Pizza. Love it. If you guys have never been Breezy Town, you got to get the pepperoni paint job. It is littered with pepperonis. There's, mm. it's, it's covered, covered. You know how the pepperoni cups, they, when they cook, they form a little cup. Those are, that's a good sign of what yes. the pepperoni is. Yeah. That's what they have. And that's what they're using, man. You've got to get just any type of pizza from breezy town, but you got to get to the pepperoni paint job. And it is this, I don't know. I think it's better than Chicago style pizza hmm. because you have that crust around there. It's this cheesy crust. Oh, it's amazing. Amazing pizza. Ooh, so you got to get that Sukushinbo. The place with no sign. I guess that's what yeah. it is, right? Their Chirashi bowls are amazing. I, I I think a lot of places have good, really great Chirashi bowls. Mm -hmm. But if you're looking for high quality fish, get that. Katsu curry. 
And of course, they have delicious sushi. It's amazing. Those are my two spots for best in show. I think those are places that you can you can get. And if I had just one choice, yeah, those would be those would be my places. Yeah, I think our winner should be one of yours. It should be more on the value side. Oh, okay. I think more, I think more people can appreciate that. All right. If I had to choose, guys, mm-hmm. I'm going pizza. Breezy Town Pizza. Gotta get it. Okay. Yeah, it's really fantastic. You really gotta try it. Breezy Town also has their sister restaurant, Windy City Pie, which is on Finney Ridge. So if you're near closer to Finney, you can also get their type of style pizza there too as well. So Breezy Town and Windy City Pie. Those are the places, Monica. Check them out. Mm, yum. Thanks for that, Nelson. That was kind of fun. That was fun. Yeah. The takeies. Now I'm hungry. Mm. Oh, that's good because the, the wrapping up music is about to start because it's getting a little long. <laughs> Okay, fine. <laughs> Monica, speaking of supporting small businesses, we do have an interview today with a wonderful person. Why don't you tell us about it? Yeah, Nelson, our guest today is Laura Kleist, who is the founder and CEO of Intentionless. So Laura's passionate vision is being recognized by organizations such as Social Venture Partners SVP Fast Pitch Award this year. I'm not going to tell you what Intentionless is, but I'll let Laura tell you that. Here's our interview. <laughs> Hey, everybody. Today, we are talking to Laura Cleese, founder and CEO of Intentionless. Welcome to the show, Laura. Thanks so much for having me, Monica. Laura, I am so excited to have you on today. And Nelson and I have been talking about this for a while. Why don't you start by telling our listeners, what is Intentionless? Well, thank you so much for uh, inviting me to be a part of the Seattle Foodie Podcast community. Intentionalist has been a longtime fan of both you and Nelson and your work to highlight and amplify awesome foodie spots throughout our city. Mm-hmm. Similarly, Intentionalist is an online platform and guide that connects consumers to the people and stories behind the brick and mortar small businesses at the heart of our communities. We believe that where we spend our money matters and that collectively we can make a big difference when we're intentional about everyday decisions about where we eat, drink, and shop. I think that's an amazing concept, and it's a concept that we can choose to live our values every day. And I remember when uh, the three of us, you, Nelson, and I met, um, actually, maybe it's close to two years ago. I'm trying to think. It's been a while. I just remember it was July. It was over 90 degrees. We were eating... Uh, vegan soft serve at yes. Sugar Plum. And uh, I remember I just I did not feel great that day about like the amount of sweat content that was going on. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I was really interested in this idea that you were talking about. And I'm just like, that makes sense. Like nobody out there is really doing this, like really at a grassroots level, like organizing, right? So I really loved it. Not on that scale either. So um, I think that over the years, uh, watching just intentionalist grow, watching the word get out has been amazing. And then COVID happened. So how has the stay-at-home order impacted your mission? If anything, I think that the COVID-19 pandemic has really put a spotlight on the importance of companies with missions like ours that emphasize everyday people showing up to support the small businesses in our communities. In many ways, the crisis has highlighted just how fragile our local economies are. And I think that we've seen that for those of us who take socially distant walks around our neighborhoods, we see the impact already. And Mm -hmm. I think that what we've realized and what 
so many of our community members have recognized is that in order for our favorite small businesses to survive, they depend on our support. For sure. Um, that fragility that you're talking about uh, is very real. And you're right. Like, I'm not really sure that was evident in everyone's day-to-day lives, but it's so clear now. It's just, you can't miss it. So what are some of the things you've been doing to organize businesses and community members during this time? Well, I think that where we started was trying to provide access to information and resources so that members of the community had a really simple way of knowing who's open, what are their hours, are they doing takeout, are they doing delivery? And then beyond that, one of the things that I think has become really resonant during the COVID crisis is the emphasis on people and Mm -hmm. storytelling. Mm -hmm. There is a lot of really great food throughout our city and people buy food, but people support people. And it has been really wonderful to help amplify some of the personal stories that small business owners have been sharing in ways that leave them feeling a little bit vulnerable in many instances for the first time as they Mm -hmm. let the community know that they need our support. Yeah. And I think that's a really difficult line to walk for small businesses in particular, POC owned, um, you know, other marginalized groups. I'm currently helping out some small businesses as well. And I'm like, well, you need to tell people that you need their help and they can help you by doing this, this and this. And just like, yeah, but you know, that, that doesn't sound right. And I'm all, you know, if you don't say it, then people won't know it. You know, they'll think that things are okay and things are not okay because things will never be the same again. So I think you being a conduit for those stories is important. I've been reading some of them over the last few weeks and, um, some of them are businesses that I've gone to for a long time, but knew nothing about the ownership. And so thank you so much, Laura, for highlighting those. Well, it's really the best parts of my day are the opportunities Mm -hmm. that we have to connect with and learn about the people behind the businesses that make our city the wonderful place Mm -hmm. that we enjoy living and eating. And I think that it's easy when we're caught up in how busy our day-to-day lives are to take things for granted. And Mm -hmm. I think that we're being reminded now Mm -hmm. that our favorite eateries, our favorite ice cream shops, if you will, really depend on our continued support and that there's an opportunity in supporting these businesses to also get to know and learn about the people behind them. And in addition to that, the many ways that these local businesses give back to and make our communities better. We have a tendency at times to think about what's on the plate, Mm -hmm. and we can describe the ingredients, we can describe the texture, we can talk about the flavor profile, which I think is fantastic. But I think, in addition to that, you know, I think of a business like Chumin Tofu, and it's been wonderful and heartening to learn about the work that they're doing to give back to and feed frontline workers. And I think that that's, that's a part of who they are as much as their delicious vegan food. Totally. Tons of small businesses every day are giving back and they never say a word about it. And like you, I'm really interested in telling that story when I hear about it. But the reaction is, 
I'm doing it because it's right. I'm not doing it for publicity and, you know, I'm not asking for anything in return. And my whole thing is that's what makes you a strong member of this community. It is you taking ownership and taking a place among us. And I don't think it's bragging or, you know, highlighting something that isn't important. It's very important that we all understand we, we can all give back in some ways, right? Absolutely. And I think that it gets to one of the important ways that small businesses and independent restaurants are different from any other place where we might grab a bite to eat or grab something to drink. Mm-hmm. It's the opportunity to connect with and get to know the people behind them and the way that as a result of the fact that they live and raise their kids in the same communities where we live and raise our kids, that mm-hmm. relatability shows up in the way that they conduct their business um, and in the, in the ways that they give back that we often take for granted. Absolutely. Um, and, and guys, as you're listening to this, Intentionalist isn't just an online directory. It isn't just a website that you go to to read blog posts. Like there are real connections behind it. So like right before the stay at home order started, Laura, you organized a Friday lunch at House of Hong and you did that very intentionally, if you will, in in response to an issue because uh, I I believe that lunch that day was scheduled someplace else, but then House of Hong had to shut down and they were only going to be open for like three days a week. I think it was Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And you organized on Facebook and, you know, a number of us came out to eat lunch together that day and it really filled my spirit. And I'm really glad that I was there uh, right before the stay at home order uh, hit because for me, it was a sense of community and connection and sharing good food and being in a place that holds my heart. Well, it meant a lot to me that you took the time to spend your lunch hour with us. And I know that it meant a lot to the staff at House of Hong, who were really moved that folks had noticed that they were having a difficult time navigating the early impact of the COVID crisis on the Chinatown International District neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And I think that when we're attuned to one another as people, when we take the time to share how things are going, good and bad, that connection and those relationships allow us to show up in ways that are really important. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think that you're right. Like for me, I, you know, I'm, I'm an okay person, you know, and I try to be aware of things. But I think having intentionalists out there, having you out there telling stories every day, buying takeout every day. I mean, I so appreciate that. I mean, I, I'm the same way. Like I'm, you know, frequently at least one business wherever I am every day, sometimes more and also buying online. So like seeing you out there, it's just a reminder. It's a reminder that these are the things that we can do. And and it's hard sometimes because staying at home does have an emotional impact and um, sometimes it can have a paralyzing effect, but sometimes getting out there and supporting someone in something as simple as getting an ice cream cone can change everything. I've definitely found that to be the case. And I think that in many ways, there's a double benefit, right? There's Mm -hmm. the benefit to the business that we support, but then there's, you know, kind of the selfish benefit to each of us that Mm -hmm. comes from connecting with and knowing that we're supporting a member of our community. For sure. So this is one of the hardest questions I'm going to ask you, or at least everyone says it's a hard question. What is some oh of your gosh. favorite place? 
Yeah. What are your, some of your favorite places in Seattle to grab something to eat? Oh my gosh. The most impossible question ever. <laughs> All right. Here it goes. First on the list, I want to call out Freelard Tamales. Uh, mm. They are an LGBTQ-owned, family-owned tamale window in the Green Lake neighborhood. And in addition to having really legitimately delicious, moist, handmade tamales, um, they're also ginormous. They've been doing so much to reach out to and support the community uh, throughout the COVID crisis, from offering free meals to frontline healthcare workers to partnering with Hmong flower farmers and beyond. I think that mm -hmm. they are a wonderful example of the reasons why businesses are more than the food that they put on, on our plate. And mm -hmm. yet what they put on the plate is absolutely delicious. It is. I love my meat, but I tell you what, that jalapeno cheese one is my favorite right? and those pickled veggies are fantastic. So that's a great choice, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, what else you got? So my go-to, and I'm hoping that as we transition into recovery, slow and safe recovery from the coronavirus pandemic, that outdoor eating will be something that starts to come back in time. So my go-to is the rooftop at Terra Plata mm -hmm. on Capitol Hill. And I, I, mean, I love so many things about the restaurant. Um, I love that chef Tamara Murphy was really early in the conversations and in taking action around farm to table before farm to table was a thing. Um, mm -hmm. I love that she has really intentional relationships with farmers who are growing specifically for her restaurant. I love the way that she and her partner and co-owner Linda, give back generously to the community and really care about our city and our communities. And the, I mean, the food always, it tastes like love and it tastes like care. And up on the roof, I find that it's a place that brings me joy and serenity and good vibes. Perfect. Uh, Laura, we are almost out of time. So what's the last place you want to highlight in Seattle to eat? Sweet Alchemy Ice Creamery. You ice cream. Of course. <laughs> Guys, Laura loves ice cream. Uh, what's your favorite seasonal flavor there? So I love their honey flavor, which is made with honey from the UW apiary. But I got to tell you, I'm not super adventurous. I go for <laughs> dark side every time. I have a pint yeah. in my freezer. Yeah. I like any of their flavors with lavender. And so when lavender hits, I'm all about it. Love them. All right. Final question. Where can our listeners find you online, Laura? You can find me on Instagram at Laura Kleiss or on Twitter at Laura Kleiss. But even more importantly, you can find Intentionalist on Instagram at Intentionalist with an underscore. Perfect. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks so much for having me. And that's our interview with Laura. So Nelson, prior to Intentionalist, I can't think of an easy way to find information about who owns a company in order to make decisions about how I spend my money. So just, you know, we met Laura years ago and this was just a concept. She was just getting it off the ground. And, you know, what's on the what's on the streets right now in terms of social media is 
how folks can support black owned businesses in relation to what's going on in our communities right now. So there is a way to search for that on Intentionalist website that you can find online or you can follow their account on Instagram. It's at Intentionalist underscore at the end. Spend like it matters. Hashtag mm-hmm. guys. Yep. It's great. I love it. She's spotlighting all these small businesses, minority owned small businesses for that. In fact, I think it's great. You guys got to check it out. And Monica, I remember that the first time we met Laura vividly. So vividly. sweaty. So yes. sweaty. The sweat fest. <laughs> sweat fest. It was like one of the first times that you, <laughs> so sweaty. It was the first time you invited me to an event or we hung out together. Yeah. I am no idea why I decided to wear a polo <laughs> in 95 degree weather. So <laughs> oh my God. It was so hot. It was hotter than the steam room. I usually go to at the gym. It's the, right. it was the worst, but here's, here's the, the kicker guys. So Nelson and I are sweating like pigs. Right. And it's, it's like hot. And like, there are all these cutesy like fashion bloggers around and they look fine. And I was like, what is happening right now? Why are they not sweating? <laughs> and why is the water so warm? Right. I don't know. What it was wasn't happening. cold. It was tepid water. I was I like, know. oh my God. Did the, did the heat boil the water? Why is it so warm? I know. So hot that day. So many regrets. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, that was such a great day. That was a fun day. All right. Uh, no, yeah. D- back to Laura. She's such a great person. It's it's awesome what she's doing. The list that she put out for the takeout when she first when the this whole thing started. It's mm-hmm. it's amazing. People still use it as a great resource guide. And yeah, she's she's still promoting doing her thing right now despite all the circumstances. So it's awesome. Okay, Monica, that's pretty much our show for tonight. I'm thinking uh, I need to pick up some pints of Nana's. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else to think. I think Maybe. I'm going to visit some favorites that I haven't been to in a while. So stay yeah. tuned, guys. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> AKA another visit to Mangosteen slash Cut and Cook oh, Barbecue. Come on. Now I, now I have to hide that from you too? Like I have to hide my visits with Michael? <laughs> looking looking forward to your visit on Friday at Macadon's. Shows what uh, you know. We just don't post it anymore. <laughs> mean, meanwhile, I'm gonna pick up eight beef and cheddars and <laughs> ten Crunchwrap Supremes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I should learn how to make that Crunchwrap. I think Annie has the recipe. Yeah, I think she does. I'm not sure if it's Check on the it blog quite yet, but I did. Yeah. I see her make it. Otherwise, we can call her another friend of the podcast. We can call Ken. Feed the Pudge. Yeah, can make it too. Kenny made like a bunch of them. I don't know who ate all them. I don't know who ate all that. I don't know who that hand model was. <laughs> right? <sure>. Right. Who's <laughs> hand modeling for Kenny during the quarantine? <laughs> you you're always wondering about hand models. Nelson, you you just you have a one track mind. <laughs> hey, I know these people live alone, so I don't know who these other hands are coming from. I'm just saying. Just, just saying. <laughs> all right, everyone. That's our show for tonight. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Episode 90 is finally over. Stay safe out there, please. And happy eating, Seattle. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe for future episodes and leave us a five-star rating and review on whichever platform you're listening on. In the meantime, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Seattle Foodie Podcast and on Twitter at Seattle Food Pod. You can also email us at Seattle Foodie Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks again, and we hope you enjoy the Seattle Foodie Podcast.